we got the alternative energy right. on nuclear free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the Radioactive Show. 20 years ago, the Mirar traditional owners of parts of Kakadu and Western Arnhem Land, on which the Ranger and Jabaluka uranium deposits are situated, invited protesters to stand with them on country against the Jabaluka mine. Jabaluka action groups have been set up all across the country and they organised to get the word out and get tens of thousands of protesters to Kakadu for a famous blockade in 1998. Despite construction work and initial extraction of ore being undertaken, the company backed down on the Jabaluka mine and it was stopped after a decade of sustained campaigning led by the Mira and backed by their support groups all across the country. Young Mira traditional owners, who were small children at the time of the blockade, were in Melbourne this week following the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance meeting in Adelaide and in the lead-up to an anniversary screening of Pip Star's documentary about the blockade called Fight for Country. Simon, Philippa, Shanice... Jimmy and Nonica came to 3CR for a visit and we talked about their plans for the future as Energy Resources Australia, whose parent company is Rio Tinto, starts work on their closure plan for the range uranium mine. First up, let's hear from Simon, followed by Philippa and Shanice. Hi, my name is Simon and we are here to talk about uranium and Jabluka. You're here because it's 20 years since uh, the Jabaluka blockade. What are the strongest memories you have about that time? The strongest memory I have in that time is when all our family has stand strong for our country. Yeah, that must be an amazing yeah, feeling. Yeah, it was. And it makes us really proud, each and every one of us. What does the site look like? like now because there's been rehabilitation which one at Jabaluka Jabaluka um Jabaluka is still the same as it was before Mm. so yeah um since we had this new um ranger uranium mine came into Jabru that's when um Antimob has closed down the Jabaluka mine and we're focusing on the Ranger Uranium Mine. Yeah, so tell us about where that is at now. What is the process? Um, the Ranger Uranium Mine still looks the same today. Yeah. And so we're transforming the town into a new township when the Ranger Uranium Mine closed, I think in 2026. So another eight more years to come and the land will be back to normal yeah hopefully (laughs) what is their plan for rehabilitation um the plan for the rehabilitation is um they're going to put all the um old stuff from the mine straight into the pit and whatever the mine's in in the township of Jabru, it goes in as well. Whatever the whatever Mira owns, it stays in Jabru. 
and yeah, we kind of cannot wait for the new town and new future mm. for our next generation. Yeah, that's very exciting. Do you want to jump in as well, Philippa? How did you start making those plans together for what you want that future to look like? Well, um, it's our mothers and our dads are doing that for us and we just, <laughs> yeah, help <laughs> Yeah, so what sort of things are part of that plan? Uh, new township and, well, some of the, like, houses and stuff like that are for, that's for the mining. And some of those are going to be knocked down and um, <laughs> some of those stuff are, like the school, the clinic and... Stuff like that are going to still be there. Just some of the houses. And so you all live in Jabarui? No. no. Whereabouts do you live? 30 minutes out of Jabarui. Maybe oh, less than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And so what do you do when you're there? Some of us work. Like work, Shanice yeah. works at Gunjaitmin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Simon is a ranger. But, yeah. My name is Shanice, and yeah, I'm one of the youngest Mirad. Well, before the college, before everything, it was really hard a bit, like getting from getting up from home, from communities, and like um, going to school. It was really hard catching the bus back, getting up in the morning for most of us, until. Um, Nanika's father um, asked the members oh, they should be a college for students to go every week and come back weekends to community, yeah. And the college has been really helpful to most Indigenous kids out there, getting them to school. Well, I graduated there, so I'm glad and happy for that. (laughs) Yeah, and now I work... Fugin Jaipmi, family company, yeah. It's really exciting. Fugin Jaipmi is like right now all focusing on how mining are doing their job properly. We're closing it up and how if the how's the town going to be, like planning for the future town and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really busy with, yeah, with more... Most of our elder members, yeah, they're really busy lately, just like focusing on that, yeah. Right now everyone at home is excited, the mining's closed, yeah, can't wait, especially for the new town, I can't wait for that, (laughs) yeah. You're listening to The Radioactive Show and we just heard from Shanice and Philippa and Simon and we were so lucky to have the Young Mira traditional owners visiting Melbourne to celebrate 20 years since the Jabaluka blockade. So after the blockade and the Jabaluka campaign had stopped work on the mine, Energy Resource of Australia a few years later returned the ore that had been extracted 
the tunnel was closed over and rehabilitation work was begun. Management of that site is still ongoing and the site remains excluded from Kakadu National Park as a result of that Jabaluka uranium mining lease which was granted in 1982 and is still held by Energy Resources Australia. Recently, archaeologists working with the mirror at a site called Madrubebe uncovered a stone axe that has been dated back to 65,000 years, making it the oldest axe known anywhere in the world and really pushes back the previous believed dates of, of human tool use. So an incredibly significant find um, at a site important to the mirror and under threat from the Jabaluka mine. And Simon works as a ranger and I asked him to tell us a bit more about that. So yeah, um, they have this um, artifact. They, they found. Yeah, they found the artifact and... It's gonna go. It's in Canberra now at the museum, but um, until when we have our own World Heritage Centre in Jabru, um, we're gonna have all the artifacts were at the site. We'll be back up in Jabru. So we have like um, we're gonna have all different kind of building into the new township. So we're going to have um, World Heritage Centre, Benin Resource Centre, which is does for like all indigenous and non-indigenous. In our language, Benin is like indigenous people, Aboriginal. So the Benin Resource Centre, um, it's... It's going to be, like, for every clan in Jabru, um, include, like, Jock Clan, that's Jeffrey's mm. yeah, ah, country, okay. and Gagajumob, and there's some more. Yeah, all the clan. So it's going to be, like, their own private office that they can use any time and we're gonna have a new hotel five star luxury and they're going to be um the gallery we have we have the gallery um well our gallery at the moment is a bit small mm. So um, we're going to do that as well. There's a big gallery going to be near the lake, which all our people makes baskets, paintings, yeah, and strings, bags. You're listening to the Radioactive Show, produced in the studios of 3CR. 
on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and with the support of Friends of the Earth's Nuclear Free Campaign. This show is broadcast nationally thanks to the Community Radio Network. We just heard the song Struggle by the Black Rock Band. We're speaking with young Mira traditional owners who are making a big change as they work to transition the town of Jabiru out of mining and into a new future that supports binning country and culture. And up next is Jimmy. Jimmy, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you're excited about with the new plans? Well, I'm excited for the new plan of Jabiru because because the town is going to be really big and better, much better and beautiful. And we just have to wait in 2021 and everything will be... Will will be so big, but then it is um doing everything bit by bit, and just doing everything slowly. Just well, we just like as Philip and Simon just said, like for the new township for Jabru, and we just have to wait for um the people. I mean the guys just drain the lake out. So they're just draining the lake out bit by bit, just slowly. Then it's just going to wait when they put probably new water. Mm-hmm. And the lake going to be with, again, we're going to make a new water park for the future of Jabru and the township. Make everything really big, like food park with, um, with sand everywhere and everything. And... With all the trees, with the playground, with the lakes, and make make it much better, much bigger, and then everything will be deadly. Well, you've just come to Melbourne. Before that, you were in Adelaide for the yep. hamper. Tell us a bit about what the meeting was like. Oh, for the hamper meeting, well, I've been for the meeting of hamper for nearly three years. And I love it because it's interesting is that because uh, some Aboriginal people in other countries, they have like gasoline and uranium. And one thing that they always, we always give them advice about how to look after their country. And also is that they sort of, they get inspired from us. Because we, because we've been there from because our country was in that situation before, in back in um, twenty years ago, and now they just realizing that how expand that asthma mining is gonna shut in twenty twenty one. That's how we kind of like encourage the other Aboriginal people in different states like WA, South Australia, and. And I think New um, New South Wales, yeah, New South Wales, all um, Aboriginal people them. So we just give them and get um, good advice and yeah. I think that was also such an important part of the history of mm. what was then called the Alliance Against Uranium. Really came about during that Tabaluka campaign and. Yep. Yeah, connecting with people all over the country. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Other than at Antfa, do you still have connections with people who came 
to Jabaluka? Um, I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, yeah. Because back in those days, I was really young. <laughs> I was um probably a baby, and I couldn't remember things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do people talk about the blockade or anything from that time? Um, yeah, some yeah, some of the people talk about um for the Iranian stuff, like. Mm. That was Jimmy, and next up we'll hear from Nonika. Hello, my name is Nonika, and I'm from Jabiru, and I am part of the Mirada clan. I was at the protest, but I I don't remember, (laughs) because I was so um, small back then. Yeah, but my family was a big part of the uh, fight that was happening at at Jabaluka, um, blockade. Yeah. Yeah, that must feel amazing to have been part of a success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's still um, it's still a big uh, thing until this day. So, yeah. So tell us a bit about your work now. Uh, yep. Um, so I'm working at uh, Gunjabmi Aboriginal Corporation. I'm a uh, administrator, and I also um, uh, do scheduling for the uh, ranger crew there. We have uh, Jinnabur Rangers, mm. so um, a weekly plan. So I would do a weekly plan uh, every week uh, just for the ranger crew to... Um, so just basically looking after the country and stuff, so they would go out, uh, do uh, Salvinia Servo service and um, do burning, yeah. And <laughs> what are you excited about with the new plans for Javaru? <laughs> I think it's going to be fancy, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I'm very excited to um, see big changes in Javaru and... Um, Hopefully that everyone get to come to Kakadu. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jabra is a small town and um, it's uh, middle of Kakadu National Park. So yeah. Do you have any worries about the town growing so big, or is it more just feeling good about that? Uh, just yeah, I'm feeling good about it. I I just thought the town was going to be demolished and stuff, and that no one wasn't going to be around. But uh, uh, yeah, our family uh, who are in the board um, were like so worried that there were going to be no one else left in the town, and that we were just going to be us uh, indigenous people out in the community mm. alone. So yeah, um, so they yeah, so they want to uh, keep uh, Jabru alive. I think <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, just keep uh, having tourists come over and stuff. Will it be more work for the rangers or you'll have be able to employ more people to do that sort of work? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think there'll be, um, there'll be uh, employment for Indigenous people there if the township are more bigger. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, mm. I'm excited to um, 
see the big changes that's going to happen in Jabiru. That brings us to the end of today's radioactive show. We'll bring you more information on plans for the Ranger Mine closure and we'll be following this story closely as the Mira keep working to try and ensure that Energy Resources Australia and the parent company Rio Tinto do a really thorough and strong rehabilitation project on the Ranger site with the hope that they will once again be able to walk safely upon that part of their country. A massive thank you to Simon Nabanadi, Jimmy Nabanadi, Shanice Majandi, Nonika Hardy and Philippa Douglas. And thanks so much for sharing your voices and your stories with the Radioactive Show. And also in coming weeks, you'll probably hear a bit more of their voices as we bring you recordings from the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance meeting, which was held from the 19th to 21st of October at a site near Adelaide on Ghana land. If you're listening to the radioactive show in Adelaide or surrounds, please come to the Don't Dump on SA rally. It's on Ghana land at Parliament House, North Terrace, Adelaide at 11.30am on Saturday 3rd of November. And uh, just to bring a quick update on that waste dump campaign, so the Bangala injunction hearing will go back to court on the 30th of January 2019 And we believe that the Minister's decision on uh, site selection will be delayed until next year. So with that community ballot on hold and decision in the courts pending, this is such an important um, opportunity to show Minister Canavan that he does not have broad community support for a waste dump in South Australia and that he can't impose one on this unwilling community. And what nuclear-free campaigners across the country are really pushing for and have been for the two decades that uh, this campaign has been played out across the country is that we want the government to take all sites off the table and hold a full independent inquiry into the best way to manage our most dangerous and long-lived waste. The call is for them to stop targeting remote and regional areas and give Aboriginal people the right of veto for proposals that threaten their country and culture. The Department of Industry, Innovation and Science are still accepting public submissions and we encourage everyone to do so. It can be quite simple if you like. Just let them know what you feel about this issue and to make it easy, there's been a pro forma created and we'll provide a link to that on our Facebook page. That's The Radioactive Show and we'd love to hear from you so please send any feedback or questions to the dot. 3cr at gmail.com You can listen to the podcast of this and previous shows at 3cr.org.au forward slash radioactive Thanks to the Community Radio Network for getting this show out to our listeners all across the country. Thanks again to Philippa, Shanice, Nonica Simon and Jimmy for joining us in the 3CR studios this week If you want to find out more about the Mira and their activities, you can go to mira.net. That's M-I-R-R-A-R dot net. And you can also follow them on Instagram at Mira Country. 
Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and please tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. Thanks for listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We rely on the financial support of listeners like yourself to keep going. If you'd like to support diverse voices on your radio, go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.